0: Thursday, the 14th of September, 2017. Today started out bright, but the sky now has that heavy, leaden look which seems to suggest that rainy weather isn't over yet, which is a shame because I had planned after we'd finished homeschool to go out in the garden to pick apples. It's time, I think, to start storing the eaters and to make chutney from some of the cookers. We have some very interesting apple trees in the garden, because thirty years ago, when I put in the apple trees, in my enthusiasm to seek out varieties that were in keeping with the style of the house, and my desire to try to preserve some of the old early Victorian varieties, I contacted Brockmore Gene Bank, where many seeds and stock are preserved for posterity. They were, I remembered at the time, very surprised at my request, which was unusual for a member of the public. To be honest, I didn't think that they would or could help me, but they were really very helpful. I basically wanted some young apple trees that had become almost unheard of, except at the gene bank. For more than a hundred years or so, I had done a little research myself, and I had particularly wanted the same apple tree that used to be part of my grandmother's garden. It was a gnarled old tree when I was a child, but produced the most wonderfully large apples, which turned a mellow yellow after being stored for a while. When it was first picked, it was definitely a cooking apple, but after a while it was wonderfully soft and fluffy to eat, better than any eating apple I have ever tasted. From my research in old books on apples, I thought it was either Golden Noble or an apple called Monster. I think that before you rush to do the same, I should say that my request was unusual and a bit irregular. But however, I think that my enthusiasm and powers of persuasion convinced the man on the other end of the phone, and he said that they would do this for me, but that it would take two years as they had to graft them onto another stock. They charged me the princely sum of three pounds for each sapling and I then had to wait. I had completely forgotten about this conversation and had planted three Bramley apple trees, a blem, a wonderful tree which produces four different varieties of eating apples on one tree, various pear, green gauge, plum and cherry and two figs and four grapevines. But one day, quite unexpected, Roughly two years from my conservation and request on the phone, two lovely little rootstocks arrived, much to my delight. We carefully sighted them and followed all the instructions for planting them. They got as much attention and care as any newborn zoo baby panda would get. They are now strong, large, and healthy apple trees, producing fruit that we really prize. I still do not know which of them is Granny's old tree, if indeed either of them is, but Mautster produces a fruit that is larger even than the wonderful Bramley apple, and Golden Noble is as mellow a yellow apple as one could grow. When they are used for pudding, it always has to be announced at the table before dishing up that it is one or other of them. The rain is now tipping down and so it will not be chutney making day to day. Although the rainy weather is making the grass a wonderful emerald green at the moment, we are getting concerned about the state of the blackberries, which we are normally harvesting about now. They came up very early this year anyway and the rain caused them to rot very quickly. We must do it this weekend. Bramble jelly is a great favourite both on crumpets and muffins as well as a generous dollop on rice pudding, a great favourite in my family. David and I like to pick sloes as well to make a favourite Christmas tipple. There is a lovely spot with a fabulous view very nearby where we go each year to pick sloes. We bring them home and after washing them carefully we put them overnight in the freezer. This allows them to swell and burst their skins, which saves all the lengthy task of pricking each of them with a pin. The following day we weigh a pound of sugar to each pound of sloes and add to this one pint of inexpensive gin. Its lovely sweet plummy taste is just perfect to share with friends on Christmas Eve, accompanied with a plate of warm homemade mince pies. The plummy taste is because sloes are the same genus as plums. We do a similar drink with blackberries and vodka. Just one of our preparations for winter and with Christmas shining like a jewel in the midst of it. The rain has persisted so there will be definitely no chutney making today. I have a really very good recipe which is so easy and has a real taste of Indian chutneys. Here is the recipe and it will give you keep you supplied all year. 40 large apples peeled and chopped, two pounds of sultanas, three pounds of demerara sugar, four ounces of mustard seeds, two chillies, chopped small, two pound of onions, chopped small, two ounces of ginger, six cloves of garlic, one dessert spoon of turmeric powder, Eight cloves of garlic, chopped finely. Two pints of malt vinegar. When you have prepared all of these ingredients and put them all into a large pan, bring to the boil and then simmer for about one and a half to two hours until it is very brown, very soft and looks and tastes like chutney. Prepare the jars by washing well in hot, soapy water and then rinsing well. Put on the shelf of a warm oven until dry and warm. With a jug, carefully pour the chutney into the jars and screw down the lids. You can now have fun with the children, decorating envelope stickers appropriately for labels. We also cut out circles from scraps of material to fix over the lids with elastic bands. We always have many of bands, which we save from the postman's bundles of letters. A postman is probably someone you no longer have in your time. Postmen are very valued people in our time. We have become on first name terms with ours, and on birthdays he is always waited for with great anticipation. Already in our time there is the beginnings of the end of the beloved posties as there are moves to deliver everything, either electronically or with a larger parcel by drone. We often try to imagine what the sky will look like in your time. Will it be peppered by flying metal and plastic? How will the birds cope? Will the sky look an uninterrupted vast stretch of blue with of clouds as it does now? I wonder I do so hope that sky somehow manages to remain unblemished for your little children to imagine the shapes of the clouds all manner of fantasy animals and faces that generations of children and adults to have. Since time began, I would spend hours watching cloud formations when I was a child, from the light, wispy ones that trace across the summer sky to the heavy drama of storm clouds streaked with gold and metallic clay their mood foreboding and threatening to drench us in hot summer rain. Then the cold, relentless rain of a November day that slashes against the window panes, against the orchestral swells, dips and troughs of howling wind and whistling gales. If we can, we find peace and quiet away from the hurdy-gurdy of man going through about his life. What amazing, tempestuous overtures there are in nature to be heard and enjoyed, and then the gentle strains of a babbling brook or a soft sighing cadenza of the wind as it passes through the trees. How important it is to stop and listen and drink deeply of all that nature gives us through all our senses, where sight, sound or smell is the tool of healing. So many people suffer various degrees of depression, lack of purpose. It is so easy to lose our way in this overpopulated world we live in, where people walk past each other in the street, seemingly unaware of each other. Are we losing our sense of awareness of all that is around us, all that is vital and alive, all that is real? I think that people generally may have forgotten how good it is to live in a community that supports each other, and laughs together. We are so blessed to have all of that in our community. But when I go, and when they laugh and weeps, when they weep, to share joys and sorrows, to celebrate London or any big city, I'm always struck by what appears to be the opposite. I hope life is different for all of you.